You're listening to the HR Happy Hour Show with hosts Steve Bowes and Trish McFarlane. Since 2009, the HR Happy Hour Show has been bringing you thought leaders, workplace and technology experts, academics, and more to take on the most important and interesting topics impacting work, human resources, technology, and the workplace. Learn more and listen to all the show archives at www.hrhappyhour.net. Hey, welcome to the HR Happy Hour Show. My name is Steve Bose. Great to be with you today on what is yet again a cold and snowy and blustery day in western New York. I can't wait for the winter to be over, I have to tell you. I've got some trips coming up, which I'm going to talk about maybe uh, maybe on a future show, but Florida, Vegas, Vegas, maybe Florida again. I can't wait to get out of the cold and snow, but that's all right. We'll, we'll plow through. It's the happy hour after all. Recording this kind of late on a Thursday. It is actually almost happy hour here uh, where I live, which is exciting. Uh, Trish McFarlane, we say hi to her. She couldn't be with us today, but she will be back with me next week for the HR Happy Hour annual Oscars preview and prediction show, which we're really excited about. I have seen seven of the nine nominated films for Best Picture coming up uh, in the Oscars, which is in a couple of weeks. Got two more to go. I think I will catch them both over this weekend. I'll be ready to go for that show, so I hope she is as well. I want to thank our show sponsor, Virgin Pulse. Of course, www.virginpulse.com, back with us again in 2018. I want you also to direct your attention to the Virgin Pulse Thrive Conference, which will be held April 9th through 11th down in Miami. And I just heard this, which is exciting. They'll be featuring as one of their keynote speakers, I think the greatest tennis player of all time, Miss Serena Williams, which is super exciting. I've seen Serena play tennis for years. I've never heard her speak or present, so I can't wait to see that. For more information about the Virgin Pulse Thrive event, you can go to www thrivesummit.com um, other news on the HR Happy Hour Network I'm teasing I'm teasing I can't say all the details but there's going to be yet another new title on the network coming really soon so keep your eyes peeled for that I'm booking shows out for you know March, April, May uh, you've got an idea for a show you're a guest who wants to come on you've got a Super concept that we should be talking about. You can tweet at us at HR Happy Hour. You can send me an email, steve at h3hr.com. I've been watching a ton of the Winter Olympics. I guess that's my other news of note. I'm into it. Um, but I think I'm going to keep the Winter Olympics talk to my, my new, my new all-curling podcast I'm thinking about setting up, tentatively titled Sweeping the Rock, coming very, very soon. Oscar show next week, as I said. Really, really excited about what's coming up on the Happy Hour Network. So please uh, get in touch uh, for all things HR Happy Hour. Okay. Enough of that. Enough of that nonsense. A new thing, a new semi-regular series we're starting on the show. In the course of doing what I do with the HR Tech Conference and with this Happy Hour podcast and the blog, I get uh, acquainted with lots and lots of new HR tech companies and startups. Um, get pitches all the time, and uh, it's really an, an exciting time in HR technology. The energy, interest, and investment, the levels of innovation in the HR tech market is tremendous, particularly in the startup market. In in the past few months, uh, even towards the last uh, part of 2017, I had a few of these really interesting innovative startups on the show. We had shows with uh, Bravely, uh, Striver, who does virtual reality training technology, which is amazing. Torchlight, uh, another great show, a company that helps organizations and their employees connect with 
uh, elder care and child care resources. So you can check the HR Happy Hour archives for all those shows. And those shows with the, with the tech company startups in particular have been really interesting. They've been pretty popular as well. I thought it made sense to kind of, as we go into 2018, uh, make this kind of HR tech startup focus a little bit more regular or you know, any semi-regular kind of feature anyway on the show. Uh, you know, probably do once per month, something along those lines, uh, depending on, you know, what I learn and who I come across and what seems interesting to me. So I'm going to kick off this kind of uh, HR tech startup spotlight series formally today with a company that I want to introduce listeners to. If you don't know them, them yet, you will soon call Disco. So I'll give a quick overview of Disco, then I'll welcome our guests from Disco onto the show and, and we'll talk to them for a bit. Disco is an AI-based employee engagement and recognition platform built on top of team collaboration tools like Slack and Microsoft Teams. As companies engage with Disco to celebrate their people, Disco's platform surfaces actionable and real-time insights on employee engagement and company culture to the executives that need it the most. More than 20,000 companies, that is amazing, are already using Disco, and they are backed by some of Silicon Valley's strongest venture capital firms like General Catalyst, Phil Libin, founder of All Turtles and Evernote, hope I pronounced that right, Slack, Mark Benioff, uh, and more. Today, we have two guests joining us from Disco. First, Justin Vandehey. Justin is the founder of Disco, an AI-based employee engagement recognition platform we just talked about prior to finding, founding Disco. Justin held several different roles within Intuit's Employee Solutions and HR Product Division, specifically Intuit's online payroll and benefits products for small and medium-sized businesses, of which I'm a customer still. Uh, also joining us is Veronica Belmont. Veronica is a product manager, podcaster, technology evangelist living in San Francisco. At Disco, she helps to drive all product and customer development for the Slack-driven team recognition tool. And every week on Mozilla's podcast, IRL, online, online life is real life. She talks to people all over the world about how technology and the internet is shaping their existence from the relationships we make to the policy that is changing how we even access the web. So I'd like to welcome both Justin and Veronica to the HR Happy Hour show. How are you guys doing today? Awesome. Thanks, Steve. Yeah, thanks for having us on. It's awesome. Thank you. Thanks for like listening to that five minutes of of, of Steve talking at the top of the show. <laughs> I, I hope we didn't lose. I hope we didn't lose everybody. So um but I wanted to run through some of that stuff. I wanted to kind of lay out what we're trying to do here. And I've been, as I mentioned in the intro, I've talked to some really, really cool kind of innovative, amazing companies lately. And I thought, well, this just makes sense. And Justin, we've known each other for a little while. And you guys came to HR Technology Conference last year with one of your customers. And I, off the top of my head, I can't remember who it was. You'll have to refresh my memory. But um, it's been really interesting to follow what you guys have been doing since I've known you for the last mm, about year or so. So maybe we'll start off with this, right? Lots of the HR tech startup founders that I run across, especially in this HR space, they have kind of a similar beginning or origin story, right? They were working at a job or they had founded some other company. And there was some element of HR or employee administration that they hated, right? It was, whether it was hiring was difficult or they couldn't get their payroll working and getting people signed up for benefits was a hassle and blah, blah, blah. I've heard that story 17 times. I don't know if that's your story, right? But what was kind of the origin of Disco for you? What was that kind of thing? Boy, we really should do this. And, and did it come from some place of frustration, say, from a prior experience in, in the workplace? Yeah, it's a great question. And I, so... The idea, so the company, so Disco was initially, initially Growbot was founded by myself, um, my brother, Jeremy, 
and a good buddy of mine, Joseph, who's our uh, technical co-founder and CTO. And, and Jeremy and I actually started our career, as you mentioned, at Intuit. Um, and I think the aside from HR, I think one thing that we recognized early on in our career was really a managerial trainee program where the company had done such a great job into it as a organization, just culturally has done an awesome job of fostering uh, this idea of giving real-time feedback to help you grow professionally in your career, which really set us up to succeed. And then as we went on to sort of pursue you know, other endeavors after Intuit, we realized how often other organizations struggled to do that same thing and just how much help organizations needed around helping exchange real-time feedback. And so we we actually iterated there's a couple there's a couple of failed attempts <laughs> when we launched what was what became Growbot and ultimately became Disco of helping uh, a lot of that pent up frustration of wanting to be able to share open feedback and real time feedback about you know our work environment our situation um, that ultimately sort of resulted in us realizing that there was a real need in the marketplace at companies fast growing companies to exchange real time feedback. Mm -hmm. But the other big trend that we saw was that teams started to become more distributed. So part of the reason that organizations have struggled with this is as more folks work remotely, um, platforms like Slack, Microsoft Teams, uh, Google's products started to become this almost glue between uh, employees and building stronger relationships as people tried to get more work done. And so there was a big theme that we saw emerging around leveraging tools that employees already love to use to communicate to encourage more instances where they could exchange real-time real time feedback. And the thing that was real-time was real-time messaging. So we said, hell, let's scrap the native, let's scrap the app that we were building and let's just build it into the tools that employees already love to use that already connects and brings them together. And so that's how Disco, Disco was born. And uh, yeah, it's been, I mean, it's been an awesome ride. We've got some phenomenal partners and working really closely with Slack and Microsoft and, and a bunch of others and uh, yeah, twenty thousand teams later, it's been been a hell of a hell of a two year ride here. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's phenomenal. Just think about that 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 amount of growth in, in a relatively short time. You mentioned Growbot a couple of times, just for clarity's sake, and I didn't mention this at the top. The your company had been known as Growbot, right? When I first met you, Growbot was the 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 name of the product, the name of the maybe the name of the company too. I don't know, but certainly the name of the product. And you rebranded and changed the name to Disco. Any any reason why particularly um, we, we changed the name? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I think part of uh, so our lead investor, Phil Libin, who has now founded All Turtles, which is an awesome uh, startup. They're a startup studio, essentially, that's been working really closely with us. They're looking at uh, artificial intelligence and the future of AI to help build interesting businesses there. Um, Phil draws this comparison to how mobile apps, when they were launched, uh, initially sort of came out as there was this initial wave of, of hype around, I think he calls them like the wave of the fart app where there was the fart apps were like the fart apps were like the thing. Uh, and then all the fart apps sort of, you know, died away. And I think the comparison and then the real meat was there, right? Like there were really good apps, but I think the thing that we're seeing was similarly with bots when we had bot associated with the name was there was a huge wave of, oh, bots are going to be so massive, so mainstream, but we saw a lot of fart apps with this initial wave. And I think with <laughs> Disco, it was like, all right, we got to... We didn't want to be the fart app. Like, we wanted to push through the fart apps and become the meat of where this movement was going. I like that. I hadn't heard that expression before, but you guys, uh, that, that's a good one. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's part of, there's a little bit of, of I, I don't want to say negative connotation around the word bots these days because there are tons of bots that are absolutely amazing and that's one of the things that I'm, I'm super passionate about. But I think Disco is really more of a, it's a, it's a recognition platform at this point. So to, to call it just a bot, I think, kind of minimizes the, the overall impact that it has now and also into the future. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm for it. I like it. And Justin, you were, you were kind enough to send me some disco swag uh, recently, and uh, so I've got the it's disco. Really great, right? I've got the disco sticker on the back of one of my laptops, uh, so I'm rocking it I, proudly. So. Um, Nice. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about this. You me- we've mentioned Slack a couple of times and Microsoft Teams, and, and it's really interesting, right? Because um, uh, the recognition space and the employee recognition space is not it's not new, right? There there's some other platforms out there, some some big kind of enterprisey platforms that do this sort of thing too. But one of the things, and you alluded to this a little bit, Justin, in some of your comments is these typically require or have required just somewhere else to go, right? So if if um, we had done a project together and we had done it, you know, you would really help me out and I wanted to publicly recognize you for that, maybe give you some rewards attached to that as well. I had to consciously say, okay, let me go over to the recognition platform that we have and figure out how to do that, right? Let me stop what I'm doing essentially and go recognize, which is not necessarily a bad thing, but it's it's it gets it's a barrier. I guess it's a step. So I'd love for you to talk a little bit about how folks actually engage with Disco. You mentioned Slack and Teams, and maybe some there's some other platforms you work with, but so how how does it work in that context where you're sort of doing work or collaborating and communicating already, and now you can you can engage with with the the Disco platform just. Explain to our, our listeners just how that actually works. Yeah, for sure. So it's it's uh, it's pretty awesome to see. I think spe- specifically for the customers that have added and installed Disco, a lot of times it isn't even HR that's sort of driven the initial discovery of the product. So mm-hmm. I almost think of it as a, a democratization of HR technology. Where <laughs> I like uh, that. Yeah, it's like you've got. Um, I mean, we've seen honestly, just amazing front-end engineers finding it and realizing that there's an opportunity where they need to help celebrate the people on their team for great work that happened, like great managers. And it ultimately sort of initially started as a grassroots, bottoms-up approach where they'll find us through whichever messaging platform, ecosystem app store that there is, like the Slack app directory or the Microsoft Teams mm-hmm. um, app directory. And it's it's honestly it's about two clicks to get started to deploy it and introduce it to you know groups and channels of hundreds of thousands of people within your organization which makes the rollout really easy and lightweight and i think what becomes really compelling and and a little bit to your point around sort of the existing workflows and and a lot of these legacy systems is because it's in the context of where work is happening there's a higher likelihood in an exchange that people will capture it and document it. Um, but as a as a smart agent within you know within these work streams, um, it starts to pick up other uh, artifacts. So a lot of times, what people will do is they'll sync apps like Salesforce or Zendesk or other applications where Disco is now in a great position to understand this or this organic. Uh, workforce, like teams that are building within Slack and Microsoft Teams, which is a really interesting way of understanding work and celebrating people when it when it happens. Yeah, and I think the the main thrust of it too is that it's it's all conversational, 
Um, so as you mentioned, it, it is kind of a pain. It's a pain point to have to switch context throughout sure. the day and, and go from something like a conversation with your manager or your peers uh, in your product group or your sales group or your customer support group and then say, oh, I want to go give Justin some kudos for, for doing amazing work today, to have to leave that, that messaging platform, jump to some kind of web-based app or system, write in your kudos, write in your appreciation, and then have to go through that entire separate workflow. Uh, but with Disco, it just it listens for keywords or emoji that, that fit your company culture. Um, so with Disco now, we, we're really focused on stars. Um, so any anytime you attach a star emoji to any sentence uh, in Slack or Microsoft Teams, it will recognize that as being appreciation uh, and automatically count it in our system, and then you can go get reports from the dashboard when you're ready. Um, so it's not like you have to go over to the website to, to instigate some kind of massive workflow around appreciation. It's just waiting there for you later. It's picking up what's happening in real time on right. the message platform and then saving that for you. Yeah, and that's really interesting and, and cool, you know, no doubt, because, um, you know, we're so used to... Um, the problem or the challenge, right? We've talked about it a lot, a lot in, in, in HR and talent management about feedback and recognition and how it, for it to be effective, it has to be kind of in context, uh, in the moment or very, very close to the moment. And, and, and also, and maybe I, you, you guys can comment on this as well, tied to more than just a thank you, but maybe tied, uh, at least organizationally tied to an overarching goal or kind of a, core value right of the organization I, I maybe you guys can comment a little bit about that so we're in we're, we're in slack or in teams or in some sort of other you know collaboration platform and we want to recognize someone for for a job well done veronica as you said we can add certain emojis or certain words it sounds like to, to have that recognition moment captured is there a, the additional ability to kind of set some context around that that recognition moment oh totally because as you said there's there's very different levels of appreciation that can happen on a team in any given situation. So we, we do support uh, core company values mm -hmm. on the product. Uh, so you can go into the web interface and add all of your core values and then associate them with emoji uh, in Slack. So when you go to give appreciation, say for example, we have a, you know, a, a, a customer support value and okay. we tie that to the heart eyes emoji. <laughs> <laughs> so if you go and give appreciation around that and just simply add the emoji by typing in, uh, we, we give it a special alias to keep it separate from the standard emoji. Okay. You can just start typing in uh, like colon value. You'll get a whole pop up of all your company values. You can attach that emoji to it. And there you go. Now, now in our system, we'll recognize that as being tied to a very specific value. And what I love about that is that it actually helps companies evaluate which core values are working for them. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes companies set values and they don't even really give employees a chance to, to discuss whether or not they feel that fits their culture or they feel that represents them. And so now you actually have like quantifiable data around what values the employees are actually using and actually living day to day. And yeah. that's, a, that's a pretty big deal. That is a big deal. I was thinking that as you, as you as you said that Veronica like like just because we say it's a value and the whole kind of, you know, cliché office space, yeah, you know, nail it to the right? wall, but are are we actually kind of behaving in a way that reinforces what that value says, right? That we that we stand yeah. for and, and do people buy into it? Yeah, that's a huge that's a huge benefit I could see to companies. 
Yeah. Hey, let me do a quick reset, guys. So this is the HR Happy Hour Show. My name's Steve Bose. We're talking with Justin Vanahey and Veronica Belmont from Disco. Disco is, uh, you know, new-ish. Not, not brand new, but but kind of a, I'm calling it a startup. Uh, can I still call you that, Justin, a startup? Is that fair? Oh, yeah. We're, we're definitely a startup. <laughs> a startup with 20,000 companies work, uh, working with you, though. That's that's significant. That's but, seven um, people supporting 20,000 companies. Yeah, yeah I know. I, I wonder if like 18,000 of the companies are queued up waiting for you guys to get back off this call to, to get some help. But uh, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding about that. But uh, yeah, so so Disco is doing some really cool things. And, and so we're talking about uh, employee feedback, employee recognition tied to con- with context, tied to company values. But really the interesting thing, and, we, you know, as we said, is tied into the normal workflows and work processes and other collaboration tools that companies are using. Now, one of the questions, uh, well, let me, let me, before I get to that, uh, Justin, Veronica, can, can you maybe give me an example or two? And if you don't want to name specific company names, that's okay. And if you do, that's fine too. But just tell me a little bit about how a, a representative company that you've been working with, how they've adopted the tool, how it's going there and, and the kinds of things they're finding, um, uh, from using the tool, especially ones who've been using it, say for several months, six months or so. Yeah, totally. I think the the stories that I have I have the most joy and pride in being a part of are the ones where we started at the ground level. So one of our um, amazing customers, uh, Shipped. Uh, com, they're in the online grocery delivery business. They're out of Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, they're about I think 350 employees. Um, now and uh, so, recently, Justin, I, I have to stop you for a second. I have to make a joke yeah. about Birmingham, Alabama. I call it the cultural capital of the South. And there's uh, one friend of mine who listens, hopefully, to the show will will get that joke and why I made it. So I apologize. I had Birmingham is, is kind of an inside joke for me and, and some folks in the HR space. So carry on. I apologize. Nice. Yeah, but anyway, so their founder um, and CEO Bill Smith added Gro- what was Growbot, now Disco at the time when they were around. 15 employees. Uh, this was right after we launched. And I think what was really cool about that is that recognition and this exchange of feedback and building the culture was part of their growth story. And so over the last two years, they scaled up. They're at about 350 employees now. Um, they were actually recently acquired by Target for, I think, $550 million. And That's this was, That's yeah, I know. Bill's, yeah. Bill's doing all right. I think their teams are doing all right. And like, it was just really awesome to see as they scaled up hired their first HR, you know, HR uh, leader, Maria, who's phenomenal. Um, and I think where they're now, where a lot of teams are starting to go is as they've grown up, it's like, all right, now it's time to operationalize a lot of these processes. And they're looking for ways as their team is more highly distributed. I mean, they're probably going to, what, double headcount, and they're continuing to grow super fast. So how do they find ways to preserve their culture and bring their values into the fold? And so I think that's where, you know, combination of, platforms like Disco and uh, with platforms like Slack can help them scale that. And that's been really cool. I know the other example that I, that and Veronica can speak to this is uh, what, what you were speaking with Intuit about at HR Tech, mm-hmm. uh, which was awesome for us because they've, um, you can kind of speak to how you've been working with them on that. But yeah, I mean, they, they have a, they, they take their values very seriously and they've been evaluating them and, and really trying to, to make them something that the employees understand and absorb. Um, and so they brought Disco into a few test teams, and it just really it resonated um, right. with employees. And so Dana over at Intuit has been a phenomenal, like not not just mentor to us in many ways, but also in in giving product feedback and and, and telling us what's working for them. And it's been they they've been a great partner in this as well. 
Yeah. So, so I mean, there's lots of lots of really interesting kind of use cases here, right? But I mean, at, at its core, it, it, it's it seems to me simplifying and enabling or um, and, and making available in a, in a lightweight fashion these kinds of uh, recognition and, and feedback moments that like every study says are so critically important to employee engagement, employee retention, and, and honestly, just happiness with your job, right? Like, like not being recognized for a job well done. It seems so simple. I hate when I, sometimes I, I feel like I've been talking about this myself for a lot of years with a lot of different folks, but like, God, how come we haven't figured this out yet? But maybe one of the keys to figuring it out is you guys are, are, have discovered is uh, making it, um, a little bit more seamless, a little more effortless, and a little bit more, I don't know, routine? Is, is that a way to say it? That's simple. Yeah, I mean, once you start giving recognition and once you start making it part of your 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 flow, your, your conversation, I think it becomes like, it's a muscle that needs to be trained. It mm -hmm. has to be exercised regularly. And I think sometimes, you know, in, 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 in tech culture especially, like people are so focused on getting the work done that they forget to recognize the people who are helping them. Um, and, but once you start doing that, you realize not only does it make you feel good to do, but it really brings up the morale of the entire team and, and better work gets done. Yeah. And I mean, you, you work in HR, in the HR space, you know, that like one of the, the number one reason why people leave companies, why they churn is because of, you know, lack of recognition is a huge reason behind that. Of and course. Yeah. Such, yeah. And it's such a simple thing that you can change so easily and make such a part of your just natural conversation that. It, it seems almost crazy not to. Yeah, there's two real kind of key elements you guys are, are leveraging here. One is that, that recognition element, of course, you know, just on its own, but also that connection back to the organizational's mission and values, right? So one of the other things we see pretty regularly reported in, in terms of dissatisfaction and per, per, perhaps a retention issue is uh, folks who don't really clearly understand how their effort and their work product is contributing to the overall mission. Right. Particularly once the organization starts to get a little bigger. Right. Um, how, how do I know I'm making a difference? Right. How do I know what I'm doing is really important to the organization? So I, I think there's an element here that you guys are successfully leveraging too to help people better see that that line of sight from what they're doing, getting recognized for what they're doing and how that's contributing to the overall you know, mission and, and goals of the organization. Yeah, it's really more than just seeing the, the quantifiable quantifiable data around like what your 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 team's OKRs are and how they ladder up to yeah. the larger company mission versus, you know, something like just telling someone on your team that they are a huge benefit to what you're doing. I mean, both of those things matter. Yeah. Yeah. Just another thing I wanted to talk about real quick is is just again, we're talking about recognition and rewards and in, in, in feedback and in HR people, the people listening to the show, they get all that which they might not still get, even though we've talked about it a few times, is this idea that the, 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 these tools and, and this, you know, the, these custom emojis that are linked to the values that they sit in, inside of Slack, for, for the HR people who are listening to this, right, who are not tech people and maybe haven't even used Slack yet. Maybe their organizations are using Slack, but maybe the HR department hasn't adopted it yet, say. Can, can you just tell me like how easy this is for, say, someone who's listening to this who doesn't know anything about this to, to get their company engaged and, and to look at this uh, look at the solution? Yeah, for sure. And I, in a lot of cases, I mean, it, it, it might already be there, which is which is even easier. It could be, yeah, it could be there. Um, I think, you know, we just taking a step back and looking at sort of the approach of why we went really focused narrowly on recognition. I think it was it was something that we recognized that teams could 
adopt themselves really easily without having to require a ton of overhead and pushing just from a bottoms up, you know, bottoms up standpoint. Right. Um, I think with a little guidance from HR, it becomes a lot easier to start to rally folks around mission, you know, mission, vision and values. Um, but it, it honestly is as easy as is, is giving a star in Slack <laughs> or using a dedicated keyword, depending on how you set it up to just tell someone that you really appreciate them. I think, um, uh, you know, and, and looking at the whole solutions market, I, I think there, as you've seen, um, you know, terms like like AI are, be, are a buzzword, right? Every booth I think I walked by at HR Tech was yeah. about was about AI and just over overly complex systems with, you know, integration. I mean, the number of times I heard AI and integration was just like overwhelming. And I think what it really comes down to is having your ear to the ground of what people are actually using and doing and and leaning into that to create a source of, of getting that information and that data back to you. And so, um, yeah, I don't know if I'm where I'm going with this really, but it's it's essentially just making it simpler, like keeping processes simple, not over not trying to architect or create a solution for, you know, this problem that might not exist. So, um yeah, I don't and know it's, if that. It's, it, well, it's it's also a little bit empowering too, right? Whether it's it's a team or a, a division or some subgroup of a larger organization or even HR folks themselves. Like one of the things that's really cool about about this approach that you guys have taken in, in building these tools on top of the collaboration platforms is it's really easy to start, right? It's really easy to onboard, really easy to get going, really easy to trial, real you know, incredibly easy to set up uh, for folks who you know you know uh, want to send an emoji. To, you know, it's like it's. Like I've never heard any kind of HR tech solution be as kind of it's so easy to get started with as this, right? I can't think of one, right? Everything, there's always this big level of complexity or overhead or I've got to call IT or I've got to get, you know, certain permissions and things like that. And it seems like you guys have figured out a way to, to get past a lot of that and make this something that organizations and, and groups can engage with really easy. Yeah, I mean, from a from a technical standpoint, sometimes we do literally need the Slack permissions to install a bot, depending on what the security level is on, on a Slack team. Mm -hmm. But once it's in Slack, anyone can invite it to their channel. So it has a tendency to really start to virally spread uh, throughout a Slack instance. Um, and yeah, the commands are dead simple. You can type help to, to Disco anytime to get information about what the keywords are. You know, logging into the website is dead simple. We can do that from the website or by just typing login to Disco. Um, so we try to make it really easy. And also we have like a rollout plan for, for those HR professionals who, you know, may not be super in, interested or involved in the Slack. Right. Instance day to day, but they really know they have like, they know they want to get that ball rolling. And yeah. they just want a really simple way to kind of communicate the value of a product like this to to either their executives or to the greater team at large. So, yeah, you know, it's it's it, it, the skill the, the the barrier to entry is extremely low. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a great way to describe it, Veronica. I think in in, in that that ability to get to get engaged with this and get started with it, it it's it's doesn't require any real heavy special kind of uh, technical ability or wherewithal, right? You, you can start engaging with this right away. And that, that's what's really awesome about it. And I love this idea that, you know, your line just about democratizing HR technology. I'm totally stealing that. And I'm going to pretend, <laughs> I'm gonna pretend I said that first and uh, <laughs> when I use it later on. But... <laughs> the, you know, the other, just really quick too to comment. I know we like, 
we were talking about all turtles and the movement around artificial intelligence. I think the other really awesome opportunity for HR and all of this in its simplest form is that um, with Disco, there is some level of of AI, true AI built into the solution that recognizes in Slack if there's an opportunity where you meant to give kudos or recognition. So I think a lot of times what we see with programs like this or traditional recognition programs is just getting people to use it, right, yeah. because of the context switching. Adoption, so of I, course. Yeah. Adoption, yeah, usage and adoption, whereas like the majority of our teams we see easily over 50% adoption um, when it's when it's set up because it's in line, it's in context, and in a lot of cases, it is an intelligent, you know, part of the conversation where we can recommend when someone wants to add a, should add a value, right? Like that is an option to set up and configure as HR. If you feel like your values are underutilized and you see employees giving kudos, we send the giver of kudos a recommendation to ask, would you like to tag a value, right? Intelligently in line, which encourages utilization of the values. And it actually does more work for HR than just the standard recognition platform so yeah and I, I think that's kind of the last thing i'd like to wrap with maybe justin and veronica is is maybe give me a little flavor of 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 for folks who've been using this for a little bit of time uh, organizations you're working with what are some of the findings or the, the at least the data points that are available to say that hr leader or that business leader who's the kind of the champion of of, of this uh of this product in, in this project like what, what are the kind of insights that you guys make available to, for them to, to to get a look at yeah, so we had we had one team, for instance. Um, I'm not sure if it, it's worth name who it is, so I won't. Um, but they they uh, do a lot of customer su support, and they uh, they actually noticed an increase of um, I think it was five percent uh, NPS employee NPS scores okay. for for their their support team because they realized that they were getting recognition around the 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 successful positive interactions they were having with customers, and so they were receiving higher NPS, which in turn was helping the company overall. So it was like this incredible cycle of happier employees were making happier customers, which was improving the bottom line. And when we heard that, we were like, wow, that is like, that's, that's pretty amazing. That's just adding this, this next step of, of giving recognition around the work being done and, and making it part of the process had a, an impact on, on the bottom line. And that's to us, that's gravy. That's yeah. Awesome. Yeah, and the extension. So the company it was a it was actually a, a security company out of, out of Topeka, Kansas. And the other part that was really interesting about it was there was the employee NPS, but it was also the customer NPS. Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. So it was it was twofold. It was their support reps were seeing were high, more highly appreciated and recognized for that, which in turn was having an outward impact on the interactions they were having with their customers. And so both employee and customer NPS were going up as a result of them being celebrated for living their values, feeling tied into their mission and utilizing those every day, which was pretty cool. Oh yeah, that is pretty cool. And, and nothing better for HR folks listening to this um, who can sort of tie these kinds of initiatives, tie these kinds of programs back to not just HR metrics, not just, oh, retention got better, not just, you know, employee engagement better, but actual real metrics that, that, that uh, C-suite folks care about, right? Like at customer NPS and, and, and things like that, or revenue and, and, and profitability and all those things, right? That's the real, that's the holy grail of HR tech, right? Tying these kinds of uh, projects and, and technologies back to real business outcomes, which I think is great and that's awesome. So I'm glad you guys uh, were able to share some of that. Last thing, really, really quick. 
any hints, Justin, without giving away the farm? Maybe what's next? Where are you guys heading? What's 2018 look like for you? What's on your mind as you as you continue to kind of take over the world of recognition uh, with disco? And where do you think you guys are going? Trying to get, yeah, trying to catch some sleep here. I got a three-year-old <laughs> toddler, so I'm like, all right, we got a lot of these teams to support. Um, no, I mean, we're growing and scaling out the team. Um, we've got an awesome product and engineering team. Veronica's been doing a great job leading that. Um, there are a lot of really exciting features that we're planning to launch in the next month. So uh, keeping this a little under wraps, but um, we are definitely dabbling next into the rewards space. Okay. Uh, we're taking a little different spin on what traditional rewards look like. Uh, if you were traditional, you know, a lot of the the other bigger folks, uh, larger, you know, legacy folks in the space, we're we're taking a little spin on that. So more to come on that um, in the next month, late uh, March, for okay. teams that want to try that out. Um, and the second piece is we are starting to expand into other platforms. So uh, big announcement coming in about, I'd say, about two weeks' time. Uh, but we're starting to build out more uh, into other platforms that we're working with as well. So there's going to be a big thing coming there. But I can't share a whole right, lot yet. No, it's not, coming. Let's not, let's not get in trouble here. We, um, don't want any, we don't want any. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want the authorities it, coming down on the HR. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then uh, and then obviously, I think there's just some underlying stuff that we're doing both with Slack and Microsoft Teams to yeah, enhancements to make the product better. Um, more around just helping surface insights and intelligence that'll come uh, as uh, as we uh, we get we get further down. And a lot of fun stuff too, like reply cards and yeah, like we we have a lot of new ways and, and fun ways for employees to engage with with each other uh, in the product now. So it's been yeah we we've had some some fun launches in in that area. Um, so when you give when you give and, and receive recognition stars, um, you can write little thank you notes and, and find other fun ways to kind nice. of pile on the support for, for your team. Nice. I love it. You guys, amazing. So the web, let me, before before I don't forget and I blow it as a host, the website is justdisco.com. This yeah. all be in the show notes, justdisco.com. You can find uh, them on Twitter as well, at twitter.com, trydisco. Veronica, and J Veronica, uh, kudos to you. You've got the the one name Twitter account I see in my my show notes here. Adopter <laughs> baby, that's how it goes. At Veronica, that's huge, awesome. And and Justin at uh, J L Vandehey, did I get that right? With your all two hundred, all two hundred and twenty followers, right. all the whole the whole thing, my whole family. So yep, that's uh that's that's the that's the handle. Nice. So that'll all be in the show notes. Justdisco.com. The notes to connect with these guys. Um, awesome disco. 20,000 companies strong, hope soon to be 20,007 after the show post, Justin, I'm sure. I hope there'll be a big <laughs> uptick in, in, in adoption. But uh, I want to thank uh, both Justin and Veronica for taking a little bit of time uh, with us today. I really appreciate it. I'm so excited for you guys. I was glad to meet you last year. Really excited to have you guys come to HR Tech and, and wish you guys nothing but the best in 2018. Awesome. Thanks, man. Thanks, Steve. All right. Thanks, guys. Uh, also, one of the last note from me, thanks to our friends at Virgin Pulse www.virginpulse.com. Again, I mentioned the Thrive Summit coming up in April. Make sure to check that out. Next week, the Oscars preview show. Go to the movies this weekend. Uh, see some films, and, and you'll be able to follow along with Trisha and I next week as we break down the best pictures uh, nominees in our annual podcast. That's it from the HR Happy Hour Show. My name is Steve Bose. Thanks so much for joining us. We will see you next time, and bye for now. Thanks for listening to the HR Happy Hour Show your source for information and conversation on work, the workplace, technology, and more. Learn more and listen to all the show archives at www.hrhappyhour.net.